0: Well, happy July 2nd. Oh my gosh, we're getting ready for like one of the biggest weekends of the whole year. I don't know about you, but I certainly am too. And um, many of us, I know, are probably gonna kinda try and trek up north. We wanna get near the water, near the shores, um, the rivers, the streams, and just kind of relax and have a great time. You know, I think it's interesting because in today's gospel from Matthew chapter nine, the first line is, after entering a boat, Jesus made the crossing and came into his own town. Um, you know, in the early part of all the Gospels, it says, Jesus hangs around the water a lot. And I think just like many of us here in Michigan, he must have had just this great love for being around the lake. So have you ever been in a situation, okay, you have a friend, a family member, and they're taking you somewhere or they're doing something, and you're not sure what's going on, and you're really maybe a little bit reticent about doing it, but they say, oh, trust me, it'll turn out okay. Have you been there? Ed, have you been there? So then someone said, oh, trust me, it'll it'll be okay, just come on. Absolutely? Absolutely? Really, do you have an example? Uh, This could be Ed's reflection today. You can't think of it? But we've all had that, though. We've all had that situation where we're like, I don't know. I, I can tell you, I think, uh, I know our children have had those situations. Um, and I know that, I think this is, uh, this is true because now that we have our grandchildren, you know, we want to take our grandchildren out. So Colleen and I'll, you know, at least not, obviously not this COVID time right now, we're, but we're finally getting free a little bit, you know. We want to do stuff with these little guys and have some fun with them. And um, so we'll call up our, our children and we'll say, hey, we're going to come over and pick up so-and-so and so and so so We want to go do this with them today. And, you know, our kids are like, well, Mom, well, Dad, I don't know. And I think they're thinking back to, like, their own, like, childhood when we said, well, get in the car. We're going to have a great time. And they had no idea where they were going to end up. And we're just like, hey, just trust us. It'll be okay. Well, it was Okay. Obviously, because our best interests were always there for them. Our best interests is, are always there for our grandchildren as well. And that's why we do things like that. And, but there are surprises. So there's a surprise going on in today's gospel. And so, after entering the boat, Jesus made the crossing and came into his own hometown. And there, people brought to him a paralytic lying on a stretcher. When Jesus saw their faith, it's not the guy in the stretcher. It's the people carrying him in. Now, Mark has the same story with a little fun nuance, of course. It says that they couldn't even get in the house, and so they had to cut a hole in a roof, you know, and lower the guy down. I don't think I'd appreciate that in my house, but anyway. Um, but to go show, but I think they both display the fact that the people who are bringing this man to Jesus just believed he can do something. It's going to be a good situation, buddy. Trust us. It'll be all right. And so Jesus sees their faith and then he turns and says to the fellow who's on the mat, the paralytic, he says, courage, child. Now maybe he said courage, child, because he knew the guy was like terrified. It's like, I have no idea, Jesus, what's going on. You know, we've all been there, right? We've been brought into a situation where we really don't know what's going on. And one of the nicest things, obviously, in our faith life is to be able to turn back to Jesus. And know that Jesus says to us every single day of our lives, courage, child, it'll be okay. So wherever you are at right now, if you're struggling with something, know that those words are, are there for you today. And he looks down at the paralytic and he, and he says to him, your sins are forgiven. Kind of interesting, isn't it? I mean, they clearly came over to Uh, Jesus, so he could be physically healed, to get up so he could physically be running around and doing all those kind of things again. Um, But the healing that Jesus is focusing on isn't that kind of a healing. Your sins are forgiven. Those situations in your lives that somehow keep you separated from understanding God's love as best as you can. The situations in your life that somehow keep you separated from other people, that bring you at odds with other people. You know, those things, don't worry about. You know, they're in the past now. It's okay. Now and it says, at, at that, some of the scribes said to themselves, so you know, hey, wherever Jesus was, he had a nice big crowd of friends with him, and not always friends, but maybe just kind of like people that were interested in what he was doing. So some of the religious teachers say, this man's blaspheming. I mean, he's like really not saying the right thing. Now in Mark, it literally says, you know, who alone can forgive sins but God? Who does this man think he is? That's kind of a, what's going on here. Like, who do you think you are to be able to do something like that? And Jesus says, well, you know, why are you thinking like that? Why don't you realize that that the things that we are keeping locked up inside of ourselves, or the things that we are keeping locked up inside of other people, are because of our hard-heartedness, because of our stubbornness, because of our jealousies and envies, and all of these things that are clearly sinful, clearly the root cause of so much trouble. Why do you? Keep, why do you want to hold them, you know, bound? Why don't you? Want to share the love that I'm sharing with you with other people? You know, why do you want to hold that person bound in their sin? Don't you want to forgive them? Don't you want to reestablish a good relationship with him? He says, "You know, what's easier to say? Kind of like, what do you want here? You know, is it easier to say your sins are forgiven or rise up and walk? All you want to do is just see, see the. You want the goodie." but you don't want maybe what has to go into it, you know? It takes real courage. It takes real love to be able to forgive, to let that go. And then, he, so he says to the man, rise, pick up your stretcher and go home. And the man dies. And it says, when the crowd saw this, they were struck with awe, glorified God, for having given such authority to men. Wow, what a powerful line. Now Matthew has that. Mark doesn't record it quite the same way, but Matthew does. You know, Matthew, what was going on in Matthew's community? I don't know. Maybe there were some situations that had come up and people truly were taking sides, this side or that side, and they wouldn't compromise and they wouldn't come together. They wouldn't open themselves up so that they could be the best they can be. And in true forgiveness, we know that's what can happen. Sin has its cause and effects. If we sin, we know this can happen. You know? And if we hold ourselves um, bound within our own challenges and our own angers and our own resentments, you know, those are going to get projected out to other people. So today, perhaps, perhaps just for a thought, Kind of think to yourself that maybe a time in your life, maybe even today, again, as I mentioned earlier, that Jesus is saying to you, "Courage, child, it's going to be all right, trust me. But in order to trust me, you're going to have to let go of something. First of all, you're going to have to let go of whatever's inside of you that's eating you up. And then, and then, and only then, will the love fill you so greatly that you're going to bubble that love Over to all that you meet. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. Have a great Fourth of July.